Welcome to the Stickers on the Mic podcast brought to you by StickerGiant.com, where we talk with our customers about how they started their business, how they're marketing their brand, and how they're growing their company. Without further ado, it's time for the Stickers on the Mic podcast from StickerGiant. Let's get on with the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Stickers on the Mic. It is 2023, and we are on the cusp of National Sticker Day, and I'm very excited to be dialing in from the Avery Dennison Corporation, Chuck Williams, Global R&D Manager and Global Fellow. We're going to talk a little bit about National Sticker Day. Why would we be interviewing Avery, uh, another sort of printing company? Well, we chose January 13th because that's the birthday of our Stan Avery, the founder of your company, which is this cool little synergy and why we get to have this conversation today. Chuck, thank you so much for, for sitting with me today. Uh, Andrew, thanks for having me. I, I really appreciate it. This is great. I'm glad that Sticker Giant does this and especially recognizing our Stan Avery on his birthday. This is cool. Um, yeah, so January 13th, R. Stan Avery um, creates one of the first adhesive sort of labeling products to come clean uh, pricing sticker. Uh, and that, of course, you know, many dozens of decades later or whatever, where we are now, um, we we have a whole, you know, billions of dollar industry globally where, where there's so many different printing companies. But you work for Avery, which is obviously the one of the founding members of this industry, but also one of the bigger players as well. And people listening to the show probably know Avery products. But talk a little bit about what global R&D looks like for you at, at a company like Avery. Uh, so I'll, I'll give you a little feedback. So I'm a global R&D director for uh, our adhesives group, actually. So we make adhesives within Avery. Avery is a little different than most other companies making label-based materials. We make our own basic adhesives. We coat those again on the, on the liners, the silicon liners, which we make in-house and then put the face stock and then sell them to converters like yourselves. So one of the things we do was we make adhesives. So I have a degree in polymer science. I have a group here. We have a group of about 40 long-term scientists and about 300 scientists all together looking at how we put together uh, the research that goes into making labels. So there's a lot of cool technology that comes behind making labels. People think it's pretty simple and you would think that, but it is not. So we have a lot of, uh, of technology that goes into making labels and making the adhesives that go behind the labels because things you know, have gotten tougher over the years. We're trying to stick to different things. We're trying to stick to to, to things that don't want to be stuck to, of course, you know, some of the low energy surfaces materials, or we're trying to change our game and become more sustainable. How do we look at what we're doing to move into the, into the future? And that's part of what we do in R&D is thinking about, you know, our group, I'm lucky I'm in longer term research, four to five years out, thinking about where are we headed and what's happening in the industry and how do we get there and, and meet the, the needs of, of all the CPGs and all the big people out there that need labels and stickers uh, moving on in the future. That's cool. Yeah, especially sustainability is a big trend. Um, you know, we're always fielding questions from our customers, especially label customers specifically about like curved surfaces or, you know, there's like just the shapes of containers like requires you to set up your label differently. But then, you know, you're obviously thinking about that specific adherence, which is kind of cool like so do you have like different testing things that you get to like mess around with and, and oh yeah over the years we've tested but you name it we've probably tested it we've gone from you know we have adhesives that, that that remove very cleanly and very easily for everything from you know like the old post-it note type of removables all the way up to things that can hold airplane parts together so we we do a long way ride variety of, of adhesives but when it comes to the label industry you know we're, we're working at things that will maybe be on a food packaging it could be on paper or it could be on polyolefins or it could be on PET or some other substrates. And then we also have the other side of it where we're looking at the bottles, like you said, or the you know, or jugs or large jugs that, that uh, once are molded, 
they shrink and they grow with heat. So you have a little dimensional change in, in your substrate you have to deal with. And then we have bigger stickers that go on the sides on, on roads. If you see the reflective signage driving down the roads, good chance that's an Avery sign up there. It's a big sticker. Basically, that reflective signage telling you what road to go on. And that's on a piece of aluminum that in the morning may be 30 degrees and at night it may or during the day in the desert, it may get to 100 degrees. That aluminum grows and shrinks. The, the label or the, you know, the, the sticker that's on there has to grow and shrink with it. So a lot of cool dynamics within what Avery does. So we're not just looking at labeling a pickle jar. We do pretty much everything all the way through. And then we have a tapes group and then we have our whole group that does retail and information, uh, retail branding uh, also with RFID chips and, and, and the materials in the labels also. Then we have to uh, understand how our adhesives interact with that um, RFID tag to make sure that we don't interfere with the signal. So there's all kinds of neat different technologies that we work on. Wow. So, you know, like I said, we're, we're here to sort of celebrate all things sticky for National Sticker Day, which is, of course, one of our favorite holidays. And, and we just love to see the engagement. But, you know, you how, how long have you been at Avery uh, Corporation? Uh, it'll be 30 years this June. So uh, I know so I look young for that, but, yeah, it's 30 years this June. Well, you've probably seen a lot. I mean, the technology specifically has changed so so drastically in, in you know in the last twenty years, in the last ten, really, with mobile. But you know, in a way, like the labeling of things, like I said, is is been around for a while. And our Stan Avery himself, I mean, helped innovate in this space. Um, did you ever have a chance to spend much time with the founder of Avery? I, believe it or not, I actually got to meet him I, right after I first started as a young scientist. For, you know, first in Avery. That was a big deal back in the early 90s. Uh, they flew me to California, and I got to actually, uh, the vice president of our division sent me over to the corporate headquarters and set up a, a you know, a, a you know a tour of the building. That's all I thought. So I got to meet Stan Avery's secretary, and she popped her head in this door, and she said, come here. And she brought me in, and and he introduced himself and shook my hand and had me sit down, sat across from me for about five minutes, and we he was just like talking with an old college chum. It was that nice and that that, that easy going. You would never know that you know uh, the, the former CEO of the company at that point. He was emeritus at that time, uh, but he had his office, beautiful office in, in, in on Orange Grove Boulevard in Pasadena. Great place, great guy. Actually, we'd, he'd have probably kept talking if it wasn't for the secretary to come back in and grab me and to kind of yank me out because I'm sure he had other things that were more pressing to do than talk to a junior scientist. But he was a wonderful man. Um, and actually, that's one of the reasons I think Avery's a great place because we still instill a lot of his values that, that uh, you know, if you go back and read anything about Stan, he was a, a, a very good guy, a very good, good employer. Um, oh, wow. And also a, a great person to the, uh, the communities he lived in. So That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, all my research, you know, writing about it, and I talk about it every year and try to introduce people to that little slice of Americana, you know, that we're able to to be a part of because, you know, you know, this year we're talking stickers and labels are everywhere, but like they really are, you, you know, like it's, and, and I, of course, this, I've been doing this for almost nine years now, but like you go to the grocery store and of course there's different kinds of packaging. So there's the shrink wrap on cans and stuff, but like everywhere you look is some sort of signage. And I mean, of course, for, for me and for you, like that's where you're like, this is like my work, my uh, in real life, which I think is some, something very cool, right? Especially in the digital age we live in. Usually when I get that look at a party when somebody asks you what you do and you tell me you make adhesive labels and stickers and they look at you like, I'm like, well, think about it. Go through your day. 
how many times stickers or how much, you know, how would your day look like if you didn't know what deodorant you were putting on or what was in that can when you reached into the refrigerator or whatever it is, you need that label. You need that information. That information drives what you do and decisions you make. You wouldn't know what road to get off, what road you lived on. All these things have a, have a sign and those are all, you know, go back to adhesives and stickers and labels. So we can't live our days without that. That's that's what, that's the cool thing about it. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Um, so in this time that you've been at Avery, obviously you've helped develop and like, you know, launch some things, but what, like, what is one of the things that surprised you the most in, in your time, you know, doing this kind of work? I'll be honest with you. I think one of the big surprises has been over the last 30 years, I've watched sustainability come, come and go, come and go throughout the nineties. And then in the last five to six years, it really has taken off. Yeah. And what a really big surprise that if I go back to when I first started here, we used to think well, grams per square inch is how we measured the amount of heat that we put on. We used to think 25 GSM or grams per square inch. That was about, about normal, right? Now we're down to 15 grams per square inch. We're as low as 10 even in some applications. And we're still sticking to the same type of substrates. So we had a lot of excess material that we were using way back in the day. So now over the years, we've been able to come up with new technologies, new adhesives to to take down that coat weight. Uh, and, and, and by doing that, you know, we've, we've improved, you know, all of our lives in some way or another, because it's better for the, you know, for the world as a whole, we're using less petroleum based materials. We're, we're shipping less materials. It all goes through a whole value uh, chain for sustainability that we've had an effect on. And I'm, I'm pretty proud that, that that's happened in the last, you know, of course, the last 10 years, especially. Uh, and I see it happening even more and more as we move the next five years. I think, uh, not just our company, but every company is really thinking sustainability and you know, what does it mean for our future and how do we reduce what we use, replace what we use or you know, reuse what you know, we have also thinking of ways to, to make sure that, you know, we make adhesives. So how do I put a cell phone together that when we're done, we clap and it falls apart and I can take out all the, all the parts that we want to reuse and then, yeah. you know, recycle the other parts. So right. we have to think that way and, and labels are, you know, lead a lot of that way also telling us which way to go, what to do with some of these materials and how to recycle them in the future also. So totally. I think the most, like I said, most things I'm most proud of is the reduction in the amount of materials that we've used. I say that, but I remember when I first started, we've sold things in drums, you know, yeah. and over the last uh, you know, 20 years, I've watched, you know, this the facility I'm at, I'm actually a production facility in Millhall, Pennsylvania. We've gone from just selling, you know, a, a truck of, of drums a week uh, to maybe 18 to 20 tankers of adhesive a day. You got to wonder where all this adhesive goes and all those stickers, all that sticker material goes yeah. into the world. There's a lot, a lot of stickers out there. Um, speaking of sustainability and to stay with this thread. So do you feel like with new products and, and, and so we're always looking for like compostable or recyclable and testing these things to bring these ideas out. Cause customers ask for them. Um, we don't, we have a couple products like that, but you know, how, how is it possible to, to work with adhesives that could be like compostable or recyclable? And what does that testing process look like to, to get that right? Oh, to del to, yeah. You know, to deliver on that promise, because if it's not a hundred percent compostable, then it's just trash. Right. Well, well, again, Perhaps it's recyclable. You know, recyclable. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, it. Yeah, we, we try to recycle, reuse. Compostability is the next level down, and that would be more for the materials that are going on a paper face stock or going right. on paper 
or something that can be composted, right? You, have, right. you don't want to put a compostable label onto a plastic you know, piece that doesn't yeah, break down. What's the down. point of that? What's the point yeah. of that? <laughs> so we, we have to think all the way, that all the way through. But a, a compostability, just to do one test on compostability, the main test takes three months. Oh, wow. So people were asking, why does it take you so long to develop? Because it has to actually research? physically break down, right? Physically has to break down. You have to physically measure. You have to measure how much gas the, the enzymes give off as they eat Whoa. the adhesive and the paper and the face thaw. That's cool. We measure that gas versus the, the uh, control to show that it's actually doing what it's supposed to do. It's breaking down the materials in, in, in the way they're supposed to be broken down. They're degrading correctly. So by doing that one test, it takes three months. So if it fails and you didn't hit the mark, well, you're three months and now you have to go back and redo something, take some time. You have to do another three-month test. So the, lot, the cycle time on development of the compostable materials is very, very long. Yeah. So it isn't as simple as, oh, I want to improve my adhesion by X percent. That's a lot easier than something difficult like compostability. Well, and and well, speaking of those testings, they're all really longitudinal, right? Like I presume, like a, like a UV test or something takes a certain amount of time to make sure that those things are all doing what you expect them to do. Yeah, the great thing about the UV part, though, is we've done it for so long. You know, like I said, we're, we put stuff out in on roadsides for for years and years. Okay, and years. Yeah. We have we have facilities in Arizona and Florida that we do long-term weathering on. So we have a lot of historical data we can tap into and say, you know what, three months at this temperature and this amount of UV is equal to this many years outside. So we have a pretty good, you know, we can, we can shorten that, that one up. Composting, we haven't been able to shorten that test cycle up, the final test cycle up, I should say. Interesting. Uh, Yeah. And that's, that's kind of where, where that's at. That's awesome. We do have other other sustainable things like recycling or, or clean flake adhesive. You know, we've done a lot of research, a lot. You know, we help develop the test methods that that uh, the corporation or APR uses to kind of say, yeah, you can use this and on a bottle and have that bottle flake back and be able to use it for PET recycle. So there's been a lot of work there. Avery did. And it's paying off. Now we have materials out in the market and, and we're able to bring back PET recycle in, in, mm. into the mainstream, which is a great thing. I mean, we should be recycling as much as we can, of course. So. That's so cool. Um, so oh, we've talked a little bit about the past, the present, and the future. Um, you know, How about Stan? Well, <laughs> we have. Um, well, I'd love to talk more about Stan um, and, and especially like that legacy, you know, that – you talked about how Avery itself still kind of holds to some of that. I'm, I'm more, I'm curious about what, what that really looks like for, for the Avery. Yeah. yeah. So if you read anything about Stan, you know about anything about Stan. So Stan, when he was going to college, actually spent a year as a missionary in China. He came home to pay for school. He actually lived in a chicken coop, rented a, a little room off a chicken coop. You know, that had to smell really bad. Still got up, still went to school. Uh, but once he started his company and started moving through life, I think he'd be, I think he'd, he'd, he'd hang out pretty well with the guys from Sticker Giant because you guys all have about the same mentality. He loved work, loved what he did, and it showed when he, when he did it. And not only that, he loved, he loved work so much that he valued his employees. That was the key, and I think Avery's continued to carry this on. Stan valued his employees and saw them as one of his biggest and best resources. And not only that, he was a huge philanthropist. He put, you know, wherever community he was, very much like Sticker Giant. You guys do a lot for the community. So did Stan. That's why I think you guys would have, you know, you know, he'd have fit in very, very well. In, in, <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> so, <laughs> Stan Avery at Sticker Giant. Um, well, that's why we chose that day for him. And, and these are really cool anecdotes. And that is, like, comforting because um, 
you know, we've tried to connect for years and, and, and I know you all have like a cool history promotion going on this year for national sticker day. And we've chatted with your marketing folks and, uh, and anyone who's listening to this will, that'll be on our social of course. But, um, you know, people are always like, why would you choose like another company? It's like, well, I mean, clearly we didn't create stickers and labels. <laughs> like, I mean, we oh, didn't, you got, but like, you got cool sticker and labels. Right. But we have a brand that like is part of a larger story. And like I said, it's just like a billions of dollar global business. And there's just hundreds of people who are trying to, in our case, help like small businesses tell their stories. But Avery is like pro- providing all kinds of different products, whether it's like print at home label things or, you know, like that product mix for you all is, is very large and we're still able to do some good. I think, um, I know you're, like you said, sustainability is a huge push and, and that's always going to be like a, uh, a goal, right? It's never a, it's a destiny. It's not really like a destination, you know? Um, but you know, for us to be able to, to shout from the rooftops on January 13th is always, you know, brings me a lot of joy. So I really appreciate you all uh, spending some time to talk a little bit about more about this, you know. Um, now, let me ask you a question, though, because you're a scientist. Now, when you were a kid, and, and I have little kids, and I'm, I'm interested in just their development and, and how they, like, are, you know, learning things. When you were learning things, did you ever say to yourself, like, I want to be a polymer scientist? Uh, I thought about it in high school. Was high school went ahead, and actually, I was going to be a, a petroleum scientist or petroleum engineer, uh, but that was way back in the '80s, and that's when the the, the market went crazy, and yeah. petroleum was not a place to be at. So I got talked out of that. But polymer at that point, there were only three schools in the U.S. that had a, a program, and Penn State happened to be one of them. Okay, three hours away, and I decided to take a chance, and they actually let me in the school. I'm still shocked. <laughs> uh, so. But yeah, it was a it was a cool thing. I, you know, plastics was the big thing back in the day. So, do you feel like though, you know, and again, technology has changed and our world has accelerated in such a way. But do you feel like there's times, at least I do, because I studied journalism in college. I'm like, it's really cool to be able to put into practice what I learned and like apply the things that I went to school to do. You, you know what I mean? Oh, 100 percent. I mean, it, it, there's still days that I marvel at. That, you know, I marvel at people like Stan Avery and 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 the fellows that that we've built our, our careers on that, how, how wonderfully they understood science and they were able to build technologies that were able to, you know, that are still sound today. And we still utilize that base technology. Yeah. We've improved on it, but we would have never been where we were without people like Stan and, and some of the other big polymer scientists, people that, you know, we utilize their, their theories and their, their, their equations today. Right. So that, that's the cool part. We take science and we keep building on it. You know, we're standing on the on the shoulders of giants. I'm, you know, I I I wish I knew a little bit of what these gentlemen knew to kind of move the technology on the way they've moved it on. So, I think that's the cool thing is we we learn each day, and we're continuing to learn. I, I, I'm still shocked that, you know, some some of the technologies I, or things I knew ten years ago. Well, we 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 have new science to be able to show it is you know a better way of looking at it now. And sure. We're improving on that. That's cool. Well, here's to being a lifelong learner then, right? Um, but uh, Chuck, I like I said, happy National Sticker Day in advance. It's it's on Friday, but I'm gonna try to get this thing out into the world here ASAP to start, um, you know, sharing and and celebrating um, your founder of your company, and then also this wonderful little relationship that we have <laughs> with Avery, which yes. is cool. Um, but um, thank you for doing the work that you do and like really helping businesses like ours. And then of course our thousands of customers, like every day 
they're out there doing their thing, trying to, to live their dreams, which is the, the part for me that brings me a lot of joy, you know, um, even though I'm one step removed from their success, it's still, it feels like a shared kind of success. So thank you for sharing in that as well. Andrew, appreciate it. Thanks for the offer to, to, to come on today and anything I could, you know, ever help you guys do, please let me know. You guys are great. We do appreciate uh, what you do for the business and for the industry. That's amazing. Everybody out there in uh, podcast land, thank you for giving us your time and spending National Sticker Day or any day of the year uh, caring about stickers and labels because they really are everywhere. And uh, Chuck uh, and everyone at Avery, thank you for the work you're doing. And uh, everyone take care of yourself, and I'll see you next time. That wraps up this episode of Stickers on the Mic, brought to you by StickerGiant.com. You can download us on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcatcher. If you enjoy what you're hearing, please leave us a review. It helps us reach new listeners and share our customers' sticker stories. And if you're inspired to create your own stickers or labels, head over to StickerGiant.com to check out our options and use the coupon PODCAST to take 20% off your first item. Thanks again for listening to Stickers on the Mic.